0: now arriving downtown santa monica station
1: hey adam it's time for notes on your notes
0: I'm Adam Lesser. And I'm Joshua Townsend Zellner. Welcome to Notes on Your Notes, a podcast about the creative process and storytelling. Here we are, another week of life.
1: <laughs> another week, another amazing day in sunny Southern California.
0: Here we are in sunny Santa Monica. We had the LA Marathon recently here. Yeah. yeah. I heard screaming from my apartment. Wow. Well, Sorry. into my apartment. Yeah. Oh, in. A lot no, of people Not cheering. from. Lot not people from. Yeah. <laughs> Right you're <laughs> officer, I'm sorry,
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's kind of fun this is this is the
0: reason why people
1: you know move to Southern California. This is it, you know, blue skies, warm weather,
0: a few years ago, a friend of mine was running the marathon, and he came from New York, uh-huh, and it was one of those freak march days where it was like eighty five degrees oh, so he had to run the marathon and like and it, it was people were miserable out there, yeah. you're not supposed to run marathons, I think. Mm-hmm. much above like 65 70 degrees uh,
1: yeah ideally yeah for the elite yeah mm-hmm.
0: and it was they were not happy no one in that marathon i've thought about the one year just getting like a box of donuts and to go setting up by the by the staging area
1: <laughs> adam you're so much fun
0: <laughs> maybe get a friend who has a drinking problem and a bottle of vodka
1: yeah there you go
0: go I think I remember um, <laughs> one of my one of the books I really like is Robert Sapolsky's book um, Why Zebras Don't Get Ulcers. Oh, I've, this is a great title. Tell, tell me more. Robert Sapolsky is a neuroscientist, I believe, at Stanford, and um, it's all about like flight and flight response and mm-hmm. why. Mm-hmm. Um, why animals recover and don't in, get into states of chronic stress versus humans do oh. and how it degrades their, them physiologically over time mm-hmm. And there's all these amazing studies in the book like m- one of my favorites is There's a famous study about um, neonatals preemies mm-hmm. where they one group they asked nurses to go in and stroke the babies through the incubators like a few times a day, and then the other ones they didn't, and then they tested them long term for like diabetes and depression, and the mar- they were all had much lower risk if they were in the stroked um, group. So he has all these sorts of fascinating studies mm. in that in that book. But my memory is, and I could be wrong, and I don't know if it's in this book or another one. I can never remember, but I believe that having run more than twenty th- marathons is a risk factor for heart disease. Do you think that's because
1: of a certain character uh, would do that? Or do you think it's because of some sort of physiological?
0: That's a really excellent question. That's a good question that a scientist would ask. What's the causality? Um, My suspicion has always been that when you run a marathon, you go into very high-stress cortisol states Mm -hmm. and that that um, stresses the lining of some of the arteries and veins around your heart. But it's possible also that the emotional makeup The kind of person who would run 20 marathons Mm. is a risk factor for Mm. other sorts of behaviors Mm -hmm. or is even based on genetics that will make you more prone to having heart disease. Mm -hmm. Hard to know. I bet there are are scientific ways of figuring that out. I have to get some doctors on the show.
1: Yeah, let's get some doctors on the show. We
0: have never, can I just say, Yeah. What? Hmm. um, on this little new age surfboard runs here normally with Joshua, (laughs) we don't ever really talk about science like that. I think this is the first time we've ever talked about science. Wow, that's really, in, that's a great noticing. Yeah. Huh. I've been listening.
1: You have been listening. <laughs> and not only do you listen, but you listened to, to your in-depth listening. Yeah, that's an interesting thing because somehow the arts and sciences, you know, they always say, oh, that's so interesting. The Academy Award, it's it's called the arts and sciences. Mm. And we definitely focus more on the arts than the sciences. That's interesting.
0: Yeah. Why is even the sciences even in that? For because, the Academy
1: because of cinematography and lighting and and THX sound and you know all those technical aspects of filmmaking. Gotcha. Yeah. Um, because I think THX sound, you know, Lucas, when he invented that, he uh, he got he got a special Academy Award just mm. just for that. There are
0: probably all sorts of pat- patents too. That's yeah, a bunch of like engineering. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, so. Well, yeah, speaking of listening, Joshua, you've yeah. been you've been teaching recently on listening, haven't you not?
1: I, I. You know, it's funny you should ask that or say that, Adam. Uh, yeah, it's, listening is a very interesting aspect to um, the life of an artist. And when I say artist, I mean actor, writer, communicator, really anything. Visual artist. Visual artist, because you have to listen. And I just want to say that before we get into that aspect of it, I was also looking at our cultural norm. And... Um, in in high school and college we have classes like speech and debate. You yeah, little, and
0: I actually a little fun fact about Adam, I did that in high school. <laughs> did you really? <laughs> Policy debate. Okay. Well see yeah, okay. So I I can see that. I can see that in you. Also not to digress, but yeah. I literally meant Josh has been teaching um. A listening workshop. (laughs) Didn't you teach a a listening class at a yoga studio? Yeah. Uh huh.
1: Yeah. Nine treasures. Only in LA. Yeah.
0: Only in LA will people pay to go have someone as talented as Joshua teach them about listening. Yeah. You know, I've heard people like are paying the new, there's like a new branch of therapy, conscious listening. Yeah. You go and you sit with someone and they don't actually say anything to you. They just consciously listen. Uh huh.
1: Yeah. It's true. They're, they're doing some sort of, um, there's some sort of class that you actually have to pay. Well, I think that's what you just said. But, but it's like this thing where you're actually on the sidewalk, and they train you, and they pay, you, get, oh, you, you have I to have pay. Oh, I have seen that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I forget the name of the organization, but you have to pay the organization to train you how to listen, which is sort of odd to me, but that's okay. And then and then they literally go on the street, and they sit down on like a little folding chair, and then the other chair is empty, and the other person comes, and they just
0: talk, and then they listen. I mean, yeah. I I mean, I think a lot of, like, if you think about psychoanalysis in its Mm -hmm. infant form, Mm -hmm. I don't really know what psychoanalysis is like in person, but Mm -hmm. never tried
1: it. I love this. I don't know. I don't know what that's like. I don't know. I've never been to a psychologist. But the image from the Mm -hmm. 50s is like
0: someone lying on a couch just talking. Right. And the other person's not, the therapist is not analyst, I guess, as they would say, is not doing much in those images. They're not saying much. They're just like, Mm -hmm. tell me more. Mm Mm-hmm. When did this start? Mm-hmm. Yeah. How old were you?
1: hmm. And then a lot of mm hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Which, which has a little bit of a judgmental vibe on it most of the time. I hate uh-huh. to say it, but, mm-hmm. you know, I mean, I don't want to judge their judging, but I feel like they're judging. I love the lying down part. Well, that, well, you know, that's, yeah, <laughs> there's a whole connection there too, right? What? Well, when do you lie down? You go to sleep? Yeah. And what's another name for going to sleep? Going unconscious. Oh. So they want to tap into your unconscious oh. on a ver- see. It's never you know something. It looks innocent <laughs> until you start drilling down on it. Yep. Yeah. No one can be trusted anymore. <laughs> no one. <laughs> uh, but yeah, listening. So um, so speech and debate, right? So speech and debate, and then usually when people talk about communication, they talk about uh, like a communication major. <clears throat> usually. It gets, uh, there's images of people, like, talking, Mm -hmm. but very, 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 in fact, I can't even think of one reference that I know of in in a formal institution, like UCLA or USC or whatever, where they actually have a class in the art of listening.
0: Mm, Yeah, no, I mean, yeah, I mean, yes, it's not. I, forget formal institution. I don't think there are a lot of like yeah out there institutions where they, they teach that. Well, a, a fringe, yeah.
1: But but I mean, I'm just saying in the mainstream,
0: yes. culturally speaking, we are not focused on on, on how we. Whereas on the flip side, you, there are probably you could probably find maybe not at UCLA, but you probably got probably got some campus groups that do public speaking. Yes. Toastmasters.
1: Toastmasters. I, Toastmasters is a great example, and 50 percent of communication in an authentic communication between two human beings is listening.
0: Mm. Yeah.
1: And it's just so, it's such an underserved area. And I feel like one of the reasons why is because w- w- we live in, in a, in a, wor- we, we live in a world, we live in a world where being, uh, what's the word? Um, alpha by being, uh, uh, Extroverted by I'm, I'm I'm moving my hands going out into the world by speaking up by hearing my story right that everything is 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 slanted in that direction and the act of listening is actually an, a, a receptive act you, you can't you can't do it
0: you don't execute listening it's something that you receive yeah I mean we not we are not living in the age of listening <laughs> broadly speaking culturally. Culturally, yeah, right. Culturally, yeah, we're yeah. we're in the age of ego narcissism and expressing myself. Yeah, which is why everyone should have a podcast,
1: uh, yeah. <laughs>
0: so people can listen more.
1: There you go, um, to us, to us. Yeah, only us. Um, so this aspect of of listening of and see listening you can't listen faster, and you can't listen slower, and in some ways, you can't. You can't grade listening, in, in 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 that sense. There's a depth of listening because listening has to do with 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 uh, with the moon, which mm. is how deep how deep can I listen? Mm. And then not only can I listen to the words, but can I listen to the to the space between the words? Mm. And then sometimes people get confused in terms of the listening aspect for the artist is that our culture most of the time because we're being graded or whatever is we're listening for data and listening for data is one element of listening but another deeper element is like the emotional listening listening, listening to the vibration, to the more subtle tones. Mm -hmm. And that's a whole other kind of listening. And the reason why we're bringing it up, and I feel like I'm talking a little long Mm -hmm. for listening, (laughs) is this aspect of as an artist, as a writer, as an actor, as a storyteller, as a filmmaker, if I'm not listening, if I'm not taking in deeper layers of the experience then how can I process that through me and have it come out as words or text or an acting feeling you know because I'm also interpreting that which I listen to that which I take in and mm. if I only take it in on a very glib data driven level only then how can I how can I offer up uh, layers or richness how?
0: I think almost what you're saying is that part of listening is actually feeling Mm -hmm. like your capacity to feel uh maybe even on an unconscious level or bringing that unconscious into the consciousness like when you're listening to someone Mm -hmm. and we don't purely mean just auditorily right full i call it full body
1: listening as an actor as an actor and as a writer that's you know doing research or or, you know, investigating something, you would want to move into that experience and have a full-body listening experience.
0: Yeah. Yeah. We had Tanya Swirling on last year. She's an editor on Glow, mm-hmm. Westworld, a bunch of shows. And She's amazing. It was interesting. One thing she talked about was how uh, actors who don't check out when the camera's not on them, like when they're not the one talking in the scene, mm-hmm. who really stay present and aware mm-hmm. and engaged with... Those people end up uh, often on TV on film a lot because when they have to cut to someone, they want to cut to someone who's actually present yeah and it's just one small example. second of all, I would say like uh, this action of listening oh is, that's beautiful that's
1: beautiful the action of listening yeah that, right the action of being receptive
0: yes. that's beautiful It should be a full body experience. I, I, I'll i take the word should out, but yeah. I mean, because we experience this often when someone starts talking and we start to feel uh, good or bad based on what they say, right? Mm-hmm. And so uh, there's this, you know, this figurative language listening to your body, mm-hmm. but like, you know, put, just take it environmentally. Like I can put you in like a, a steel factory or I can put you on a beach or I can put you in your mom's office mm-hmm. and... All those are going to elicit, and if you just stay silent, those are going to elicit different sorts of feelings inside you. Mm -hmm. And so those are different qualities of listening. Mm -hmm. And usually I think what happens a little bit from an emotional standpoint is like uh, we don't, if it's an uncomfortable situation, we don't often want to listen.
1: Yeah. Mm
0: -hmm. Right. We check out right we, ch- yeah. we either numb out or we go to an emotion like yeah. anger or resentment right. we push it away yeah we push it away way. yeah mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. uh what are i was going to ask you what are signs that someone is listening and si- or for an individual that signs that they're listening and signs that they're not listening well let's talk about the different kinds of listening cuz cause, cause that's going to answer okay. the question in a in
1: a different way which is you know have, look people could say, I'm listening, and the other person says, but I don't feel like it, right? Right. You're not really hearing me, right? And here, it's so epidemic that I I ask all of our listeners to check in with themselves and ask their family and friends and everybody they ask, ask everybody, have you ever felt not heard? Have you ever felt not listened to? Mm. And when I taught the class the other day at Nine Treasures Yoga, on Sunset and Crescent Heights with the amazing Tej, um, she's an amazing Kundalini yoga You're gonna teach it again? Um, I, I I do things by invitation, so okay. maybe. Um, um, not every single person in that that was there uh, raised their hand that they had felt not listened to or not heard in their life. Everybody, yeah. it's without exception. And I, if if there is someone out there, I would love to meet that person. That at one time in their life they've never felt either not heard or not not you know listened to or you know that their story mattered.
0: Yeah, I didn't think about the psychological need that's related, but it, they mm-hmm. phrase it in psycholo- psychological worlds of the need to be seen. Yeah, the need to be seen, the need to be heard. Right, and, and particularly in relationship.
1: Uh, particularly, yeah. I mean, yeah. yeah I mean,
0: by definition,
1: a relationship, but but, it's but a- any kind of relationship, be it a work in relationship, a, you know, a romantic relationship, a family relationship, right? We all, yeah. it, it's innate to us as a human being. Huh. um. So, so I just wanted to delineate between those two because, in in our daily life, we go to we go to Vons or Ralphs or Bristol Farms or Whole Foods or Erewhon's, depending upon where you are, and you know they go. Would you like paper or plastic, or would you know? Or would you, would you like fries with your order? Or basically, what they're saying, or that's twelve dollars and seventy-two cents. You're doing, you're doing a data transfer between two people. Mm. Data transfer is one level of listening, mm. one level of communication, and then there's, or or uh, you're at the bank, and you know, it, it, it can I help you with anything else today? That's a data transfer because i'm I'm doing a transaction, then there's a relationship which is being emotionally heard and felt and mm. seen and related to, and that's that's where most of the trouble lies
0: you're actually putting out like it's you we often think of listening as receptive, but there you are definitely putting something out that the other person is picking up mm-hmm. and if there's a perception that you're not actually listening because mm-hmm. you're not actually listening, right. the other person will sense that. And I think on some level you're saying, like, learn to listen as an artist because if you yes. actually bring in all of this in a, all of your environment, whether it's the sound of the rustling of a leaf or it's the, the anger of the person behind you in the line in the supermarket, if you can hang out with all of that, you will be able to reproduce that in your work Mm -hmm. in an authentic way. Right, absolutely, you're
1: absorbing it in. Right, You're taking it in. And because your output is based on what you take in. So if you don't take in the world, how can your output, if you don't take in the world on, on multiple levels of experience and multiple levels of richness, then how can your output be? It's so, deep. so. I'm gonna go. It's no, so. Go it's, I just want to figure out because I'm, I'm. I'm riffing on what you just said. It's so deep in our consciousness, Adam. Are you ready for this? Mm. That the other person doesn't even have to be in the room for us to feel it. When we're talking on the phone, I can feel when someone else is engaged with me, even though they're not talking. Yeah. I can feel when they disconnect, and I can feel when they're connected. So even though we're talking, on some this is so interesting. On some level, my whole body is listening right. to whether the other person's receiving me or not, right. and it all happens automatically. I'm not like thinking about it. And the person who's what's that word? Um, socially inept. What's the word? Uh, Awkward. Awkward. Uh, low emotional intelligence. Uh-huh. Someone with low, low intelligence. You could say, well, they don't. They don't know, right? Because they're just talking and they don't care about the other person. And I'm like, well, maybe, maybe there's a few people like that. But by and large, as a human being, we feel it. We feel it.
0: Yeah, I wonder about those people. Like, well, I mean, because I think, you know, certain types of men historically have been described this way as like men having low emotional intelligence, not being able to listen, not always being sensitive. I always wondered in those situations, like, is like underneath, on an unconscious way, are they taking something in that they just don't want to be present for, Mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. Like are they, you know, there's something. And it brings us back to like this quote unquote listening to yourself or listening to your body, which is that like when you become receptive in space, um, it allows you, I think it does open the door to make better decisions about what you need, whether it's creatively or otherwise. Yeah. Well, let me say, it, put it the other way. Anytime I know people who have failed to listen to their "quote unquote" gut, mm-hmm. they usually suffer a consequence, mm-hmm. and it's usually not pleasant. Uh, so I would say, like one sign that you are, or are not listening is how someone else feels, like how the other person in relationship, and sometimes the the person in the relationship is you. Wow, you know, nice layer. Yeah. Sometimes it's you. And sometimes you also know it, because sometimes it's just, can you listen to what you need at that moment, but are you willing to listen? Wow, that's a beautiful thing you just brought on, listening to yourself. Yeah. Yeah, because if you can't can't listen
1: to yourself, how can you listen to others? Right, right. And usually people
0: who can't listen to others, there's often some sort of suppression of their own needs going on. Mm -hmm. Or they had a childhood and grew up in a situation where their needs were not super listened to and... So they don't... It's always something, huh? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
1: you always need something from me, Miss <laughs> But yes, absolutely. Yeah, there's always... And, you know, the story that we give ourselves around it is the story we give ourselves around it. And ultimately, it's like drop the past, be present, listen.
0: You know? Drop the past, be present, Yeah.
1: Listen. And then... Because the future doesn't exist and because we're co-creating that as we, and if we listen deeper, then we can create the future we want instead of focusing on what we don't want.
0: Yeah. It's kind of like that birthday card someone gave me once and uh-huh. it was a picture of the boot on the front. Yeah. And it said, there is no past. <laughs> there is no future. And then I opened it and in the middle it said, there is no present. Uh. We're here all week. This has been Notes on Your Notes. <laughs> I'm Adam, and this is Josh. And go to our Facebook and Instagram page and uh, like us for more of these funny jokes. And also... Uh, can you know okay, the all latest? right.
1: One more, one more. The Moodus Monk goes to the New York City uh, you know, park, and he goes, and he sees a hot dog vendor, and he says to the hot dog vendor, make me one with everything. Oh. oh.
0: <laughs> We're going to be starting a new podcast it's called Jokes with Dad. don't
1: forget our we have some open mics coming up in LA (laughs) don't forget to write yeah exactly
0: uh anyways Apple Podcasts the iTunes store rate us
1: like us please like us the audio
0: on this show uh, the music (laughs) is courtesy of Cover Cloud the sound of the editing is courtesy of me we'll talk to you